0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor here in Tiger Shulman's of Smithtown. I am here for our first podcast of the year to give you guys a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of food for thought, and a little bit to consider as we set ourselves out to make the best of this new year. So, to that end, what... I wanted to focus on this week is a little bit of review of some things that we talked about in previous episodes but in my opinion are the ways that we're going to go about setting our new year up in the best possible way. So what do I mean? Last week we talked about uh, having goals set for for this year. And I think that this is certainly a great time of year to set new goals for yourself. I know I certainly did, and I'll go over them a little bit later. But I want to talk about why, again, I believe setting goals are so important for yourself. I think the surest way to ensure that you are having your self-esteem grow and grow and grow is if you are continually doing things that are challenging for you, things that are going to make you reach outside of your comfort zone and push yourself little feathers in your cap by, uh, that you can see by the end of the year that you've accomplished. I talked about mine in the previous episode, uh, the things that I wanted to check off. Uh, to me, one of the most significant ones, one of the ones that jumped out to me and one of the ones that I felt really awesome about was uh, completing 10,000 push-ups outside of my workouts, outside of my classes, outside of the classes I teach, uh, outside of all of that. I wanted to do 10,000 additional push-ups. And actually, I did a little math, and I figured out that uh, because I was on track with my goal the way I wanted to be, I was only 50 push-ups away from 11,000. So I did an extra 50 push-ups, and I wound up doing 11,000 (laughs) push-ups in addition to everything else at the end of the year. Um, again I'm gonna go to my my, uh, my new goals in, in a moment but I want to focus on what that little feather in the cap does for me personally what I think it does for a lot of people. Number one, it's just something awesome to say that I've done. I'm able to like look back on that accomplishment and say look even with all the hiccups, and all the difficulty that 2020 threw my way, I still found a way to take this pretty significant goal and make it a reality. Make this thing that I thought was like almost an impossible pipe dream and make it something that was really, really significant. And I can look at it and I can think about it and it's gonna do so much for my self image. And I think that's the the reason, the main reason, to set any goal. But Number two, what it does for me is it allows me to set my sights even higher, to set an even better goal for the following year. And like many goals, I mean, this goal is a little different because there isn't a uh, a tangible result at the end. In other words, it's not like uh, when you complete a housing project, you know, you complete a project at your house, you want to paint this whole room or whatever. When that's done, at least you can look at the room and be like, yeah, I accomplished it. This is a little bit different obviously, in that obviously I don't have that. But what I do have is the sense of satisfaction from how awesome I feel about my accomplishment. Now, I would encourage you guys to set both types of goals. Both those that have a tangible, look at me, this is what I have kind of result. And the opposite, those that don't really have that those that instead uh, just leave you with the little feather in your cap. I think doing both gives you two different uh, ways to build your confidence, two different things uh, to be able to be proud of yourself for. Now, to that end, let's start by talking about how to set these goals. Again, I want to touch on something we've talked about in the past, but something I feel is very, very important. Now, With that being said, the model that I always use for goal setting, and I encourage everybody else I I teach to do the same, is called the SMART model. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timed. Obviously, those things are kind of self-explanatory, but I want to give you a quick overview. Specific, meaning you have a very, very, very clear picture as to what you want not just i want to get in better shape but you want to take that and be very clear as to what you specifically are looking for secondly measurable you want units by which you can denote progress you need to know if you're getting closer to that goal additionally it needs to be attainable in other words there must be a finish line it has to be realistic and it has to be timed. So now, let's just throw a goal up against that really quick. And we'll see if we can make it better. Right? One of the most common goals people set this time of year is I want to get in better shape. Which is noble in the idea, but as far as a goal goes, that's pretty terrible. It's not specific at all. I, I want to get in better shape. What do you mean? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to increase your stamina? Do you want to get stronger? Do you want to get more flexible? You see how quickly that can become a convoluted goal. Is it measurable, better shape? Is it measurable? I don't think so. How do you measure better shape? Well, it depends on what you're looking for. If you want to get stronger, okay, well, I want to be able to go from doing 30 push-ups without stopping to 50. Okay, there's a goal that you can measure. I want to go from running a mile in nine minutes to seven. Okay, there's something we can measure. There's got to be a way that we can denote progress. It has to be attainable. There must be a finish line. Now, this is important for two reasons. Number one, it gives you a point where you can check it off. But it also forces there to be some type of goal. Again, use I want to get in better shape. Okay. Everybody who's listening, stand up, do four squats in the air. Okay, you done? Good, you're in better shape. You accomplished the goal. But obviously that's not what the person meant. Instead, you have to set a goal that is a very clear finish line. Because on the other end of the spectrum, you could be someone like Lyman Good who is never in good enough shape for his estimation. He always wants to be in better shape. That man, if he only sees eight abs, he gets gets annoyed at himself and he works a little harder. Why? Because he always wants to be in better shape. Now, the goal has to be realistic. Now, you wanna address this in two different venues. I'm gonna jump ahead a letter to come back a letter. A good goal is timed there is a time frame by which you want to achieve it. Because if there is a deadline on the calendar, it's much easier for you to stay motivated in the way necessary to put the work in. That's why I believe in setting goals at the beginning of the year for the, for the end of the year. Because you've got a built-in timeline. You've got a built-in time frame. By the time it's New Year's Eve, these things need to be checked off. Now let's jump back to, to the art, to realism for a second. We want to be realistic not only in the scope of the goal, but also in the time frame of the goal. So if you were going to say, for example, I want to lose 30 pounds. Now, if you are, you know, let's say you're 5 foot 10, you're 250 pounds. That's a real realistic goal. Okay? Let's say you're 5 foot 11, you're 130 pounds. That's not a realistic goal. On the same end of the spectrum if you say i want to lose 30 pounds by the end of the year good okay you can even do it less but again a realistic time frame i want to lose 30 pounds in a month well unless you're planning on cutting some stuff off not a very realistic time frame we want to take all of our goals and hold them up against that model specific measurable attainable realistic, timed. A really, really important idea. So now I did pose the question to social media to ask what your goals were for uh, 2021. And I had a few people get back to me. So I want to take some time to go over some of those goals since people were kind enough to share them with me. And maybe if anything, give people a little bit of advice on how to make those goals a, a, a little better in terms of making them easier to, uh, to achieve. Because think about it, if you guys have ever had this experience, I know I have, where you're trying to set a GPS and you know the street, but you don't know the house number. This used to happen all the time when we would go to my wife's great-grandmother's house. She lived on the corner uh, on, a, on a street called Effington Avenue in Flushing, Queens. And whenever we would go there, we could never for the life of us remember the house number. So invariably, we'd always wind up on the rolling end of the street or way too far down. And we'd have to make our way across because we didn't have a very clear direction to go. When the destination is clear, the path becomes clear as well. So let's go right to social media and talk about the people who've submitted some goals for me. First is Val submitted this on Instagram for me. Her goals for 2021 are to stay healthy. Stay positive, be more comfortable being uncomfortable, be fit, and learn more. All these have such great positive directions. I would just tell you, Val, I would, I would ask you to be a little more specific in terms of what you want, um, in, in terms of being more uncomfortable being uncomfortable. Where are you uncomfortable and how are you going to grow that discomfort? I, I'd look for something to make it measurable, to make it attainable. Right. Obviously, it's a realistic goal, and I, I I'd a time frame. And be fit. Val, I think you're in great shape. But if you want to be even more fit, I think you should definitely set some, some parameters like we discussed moments ago. And the same with the other things that you mentioned. So let's kick over to social media, to our Facebook, excuse me. Next, I had Dawn reach out to me, who actually I've known for over two decades. Wow, that's kind of crazy to say. So her goals are be a better me physically and mentally again a great great goal but let's again hold it to that same framework make it a little more specific what do you want to be better with physically mentally all right how are you going to denote progress where is the finish line okay so now let's look out to our next person who submitted and that will be steve who you guys might remember from almost a year ago now it's kind of scary to say uh, who I sat down and interviewed with as we did the 90-day challenge. Uh, his goals are be present, not looking back, not looking forward. Be the best I can to be in the now. That's a pretty good goal, Steve. And again, I would just look at a way we could make that. It's very specific. I, I think it's very, very specific. Find a way you can measure that. Find a way you can make it attainable. Because right? I think it's realistic. And I think the fact that we're doing it at the beginning of the year It's a great way to make it timed as well. Next, I have Dr. Denny, who sent me a bunch of goals, because that's the type of person that she is. Imagine that, Dr. Denny. has lots of goals for herself. So, uh, she writes, in no particular order, number one, become a specialist in molecular biotech. Started studying for my boards. For those of you guys who haven't heard about Dr. Denny before, she's an epidemiologist, uh, she's a scientist, uh, she's one of the smartest people I know. And if you have any questions about anything to do with health, science, or anything else related, find her on social media and ask her questions because she's never shy to tell anybody anything. So, again, she wants to become a, a specialist in molecular biotech. To me, that meets the parameters. It's specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's realistic, it's timed because she wants to do that by the end of the year. Certified to become a lab director, getting together everything I need now to get my certificate from the quali- of qualification from New York State. Again, very, very, very specific. I like it a lot. Get my health together. I wanna to feel strong again. Working towards that this year as well. Now, here's the first one where I would tell you, Doc, be a little bit more specific here. You wanna feel strong again. Tell me what's gonna make you feel strong. Find me some ways to measure it. Give me a finish line. Then this goal will be that much easier to achieve. I need to learn more patience. I get a little better every year, and then I inevitably fall back. This is one of the hardest skills I've ever had to learn. As much as, And as much as I tell myself to trust the process, my impatience always gets the better of me. It's a character flaw, she says. Again, this is a great goal, especially as a parent, a really good goal for her. But, again, I would find a way to make it more specific. Give me specific instances where you don't like how patient you are or you aren't, I should say. Find a way to make yourself better at that. Find a way to make it more measurable, where you can say, okay, these are the things that, I, that I'm gonna to do to make sure, that, to mark my progress as I'm getting better at this. Number five, I wanna read more. Sounds silly, but at one point I was reading a book a week. Need to get back to that, to keep my mind busy. Again, it's a great goal. How many books do you wanna read by the end of the year? Make it specific, make it easy to measure. Overall, I just want to be a better person, more loving, more giving, more forgiving. So more loving, more giving, more forgiving. Right. And she read she, uh, she's sure she has some others lurking around in her mind somewhere. Right. Again, a great goal. Give me a way to denote to, to some progress. Give me a way to make it measurable. Right. Give me a finish line. Again, just to help you make better goals, to help you ach- achieve these goals. Now, what I like that every one of these people did is they committed to writing them down and they made them public. They told me and anybody else who read my post that these were the things they were going to accomplish this year. And I think that's a really valuable thing. I think it's a really, really valuable thing. So, to that end, I think that now's a great time to discuss my goals that I have for myself for 21 Because if I'm going to ask you guys to do that, I got to do it too. So to that end, a couple of things that I'll share with you guys. And I have some others that are a little more personal, but um, I'll stick with the ones that that I want to uh, share publicly. Um, Number one, that goal that I had last year, about 10,000 push-ups, I'm adding crunches and squats to the equation. So now uh, I want to do 10,000 push-ups. 10,000 squats, 10,000 crunches outside of all my training and teaching and working out by the end of the year. Just separate, once a day, working on them like we discussed. Number two, I want to take that that uh, foray into writing that I mentioned earlier. I want to make sure that I get to the point where I would consider it finished, whether that means publishing it or at least making it a complete work. I'll be a very happy camper doing that. Number three, I want to keep consistent with the podcast and have another year of not missing a single episode. I started the podcast a little bit after the new year last year. I want to take this one full year now and making sure I have the episodes out for you every single Wednesday. All right. So those are the ones that I want to share with you guys. Like I said, I have a couple of the ones that are a little more personal that you know I'll share with uh the people who need to hear them, but that was really those are really important to me. Okay, uh, that I wanted everybody to know, and I want to be held accountable to. So that's why I put them out there for you. So now, with that being said, again, a little word of advice on these goals, whatever they are, whatever your goals are, write them down. Whether that means a piece of paper hanging on your fridge, in your mirror, on your nightstand, that's cool. I like Google Keep for me. That's that's how I like to do it. But everybody's got their own way. I digress. Moving on. One more thing I want to touch on, with you guys? And I know this time of year, it is like the fitness craze of the year. This is where people are doing everything they can to finally make the goal to get themselves in better shape. Well, if you're listening to this and you're not already a Tiger Shalwin student, now is the time. Not only are you going to find a way more effective workout than you're going to find in any gym. You're going to find one that's much easier to stick to, that you're really going to look forward to doing, as opposed to one that you dread. And you're going to learn a skill while you're doing it. It's intriguing. When you're learning the skills, it doesn't feel like working out. The workout becomes like the fabulous bonus gift. So if a friend shared this one with you, and they're trying to encourage you to train, take their advice. Now is a great time of year to do it as well, because we're doing our 90-day challenge. To give you guys a very brief overview of the 90-day challenge, the, the long story short here is you take a beginning picture, then 90 days later, you take an after picture. In between those two pictures, you train your butt off, and you eat properly. You adhere to proper nutrition for each of those 90 days. That way, you can ensure that you get your best possible results because your goal is at the end to take another picture at the end of the 90-day challenge and get yourself a way, way better after picture. If you want more information, episode one of the podcast was all about the 90-day challenge. So head back and give it a listen. That way you can have more information. Reach out to the people in your school and you'll get great information about it and they'll be able to get you on the right path. So before I let you guys go, As always, I want to ask you guys the same thing. Please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Make sure that you rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to. And most importantly, please make sure you share. We all need to hear positivity around this. If I have a podcast that I listen to a lot, I make sure I share it around. I would just ask you guys to do the same. I I don't get anything from the the podcast other than peace of mind that I'm helping even more people than I do inside my school. So it would mean a lot to me if you guys did share it. As always, you can reach me via email, SenseiLeonelli at Gmail. Uh, You can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I am at Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find my school online. We are at tsksmithtown.com. Facebook is facebook.com slash tiger shulman smithtown. Twitter and Instagram, we are at tsmma underscore smithtown. Find the podcast on Instagram at podcast. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. And until next time, my friends, I will see you guys on the mat.